For GateWorld.net, I'm David Reed. Once again, here with Mr. Carl Binder. Thank you for uh, taking some time with us, sir. My pleasure. Anytime. Season 5 just started. Have you been busy? Uh, yeah, very, very busy. Very busy. Hit the ground running. I was... Uh, I started the season on strike and so joined the rest of them about a month late and uh, just been spending uh, the first month or so just really hitting the ground running and playing catch up and, and getting uh, getting things going. Mm -hmm. But good to be back. Very good. What shows are you most excited about so far? What shows am I very excited about? Well, I, I'm very excited about the one I'm doing right now, the one, that, that, uh, the one that's shooting right now, which is going to be a be a lot of fun ghost in the machine um, we are able to revisit some loose ends from last year and tie them up in a in a different kind of way than would be might be expected so that's a lot of fun and then I'm just starting uh, uh, another script or not starting I've, I've done the first draft of tracker which is uh, is a lot of fun because it's another uh, in the woods uh, Adventure action piece with uh, Ronan and McKay uh, <laughs> teamed up to uh, to track down Keller, who's been who's been uh, kidnapped. Ah. So it's and 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 kidnapped by someone who is very similar to Ronan. So there's this kind of uh, yeah. So it should be that one's a lot of uh, you know a lot of a lot of action. So that that's going to be a, a lot of fun. Um, what do you think is uh, being done differently this year or unique that fans uh, are going to most look forward to? Last year was this huge arc, you know, about Taylor's baby and the Athosians, you know. What's, what's, the, what's this year about? Well, this year, yeah, last year was, was great in that we had that real overriding arc uh, building towards. And this is kind of about uh, new... Um, New enemies, new uh, a new reality, a new uh, oh how, how how do I put this? But new reality. Not not uh, yeah. I, I just realized in science fiction that's probably not the right way <laughs> to word that because it can be taken a million. Just a new order, a uh, new order to the galaxy. Um, the results of what happened last year are going to be felt this year in that. Um, you know, the, the, the galaxy is a little bit, uh, the wraith are, are not quite as strong as they used to be, so the people of the galaxy are going to be stepping out a little bit more and, and uh, forming more alliances, and, and, uh, and as, a, as a result, other, other societies are going to emerge, um, some very technologically advanced and some friendly and some not so friendly. So. Uh, there's going to be this kind of uh, discovering the new order to the to the uh, galaxy this year. What are what are some new races that you guys are are looking forward to uh, to bring up out of the woodwork now that now that the playing field has changed? Well, this this uh, the one that Martin's working on for the mid season two parter kind of introduces this new technologically advanced race. That uh, we don't want to say too much about, although I'm sure Barnes probably told you everything about it. <laughs> yeah, so I'll let I'll let him fill in all of that. But that's a that's an uh, an interesting. Uh, you know, we're gonna we haven't seen the last of the replicators, uh, even though we we thought we had. But 
there's a, a few loose ends with regards to what happened to Elizabeth Weir that will be addressed and uh, and that storyline will continue um, and then also you know with the addition of Wolsey to to Atlantis there's a new order as far as how Atlantis proceeds yeah tell us about Ryan Graham oh he's a lot of fun he's he's uh, what's interesting about him I mean you know I, I really really enjoyed having Amanda on the show last year and really loved having uh, Carter. I mean, I was able to do one episode that that uh, quarantine where I was able to write more for her, and I really enjoyed it, and really enjoyed what she did with it. She's just a, a terrific actress. Um, Woolsey brings in a different dynamic. He's more of a foil, more of a, there, there will be a little more conflict and a little more. And what's interesting too is that we already see it happening is is Woolsey. Uh, becoming human, you know, becoming more. Uh, the, the job forces you to behave in ways that you never thought you would behave, or Woolsey anyway. Uh, and and as a result, he's he's gaining uh, much uh, much broader perspective and becoming a better person because of it. Well, you have to make the character likable. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I. I yeah, I find him very likable in, in his in his faults, yeah, you know. Exactly. Uh, I mean, Joe had a great. Well, I, wanted, I was just about to tell a scene, but maybe I shouldn't. But he a lot of moments where just these nice little character moments, these little little revelations of personal things that that are just included throughout that are that are a lot of fun to put in. You have a. a Classic character background. I've loved your character work over the oh, years. Oh, thank you. It's the best storytelling that I've seen on Atlantis in oh. terms of characters. But but you came from like Doctor Quinn and more traditional storytelling. Mm -hmm. have mm -hmm. you, how do you feel uh, going several years on with with Stargate? How 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 do you feel about this sci-fi storytelling for characters? Well, I you know uh, the the episodes I connect with the most are. Are the ones that are the smaller, more intimate. I, you know, it's so, so funny. I I do read the the message boards and see the response that people have to to episodes that I do, and 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 oftentimes, uh, I, I I really like episodes that the fans are maybe like, oh, you know, that wasn't one of my favorites, or I didn't, you know, um, you know, like Miller's Crossing or or uh, um, for me Missing, uh, you know, that eh, eh, Keller's whiny, you know, but. <laughs> But but for me, I, you know, that was like one of my favorite uh, of the ones I did last year. That in quarantine, oddly enough, the two that the fans responded most to, Midway and Lifeline, were oh yeah okay for me, you know. <laughs> so it, it's it's funny because I because I don't come from sci-fi background. Uh, I find myself the the stories that have good personal dilemmas. Good, you know, especially like Miller's Crossing had such a great moral dilemma that we were, mm -hmm. that Shepard was placed in, and I just eat that up. I love that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. Um, I do enjoy the big, you know, be all my sins remembered with the big huge space battle. That was really cool, but uh, uh, so I, mean, I enjoy those episodes too. But the ones I, when we were when we were trying to figure out to do a small episode, and I think it was uh, Joe Malazzi who said, well, what if we're all kind of trapped in different places? I right away thought, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it, I want to do that one. So I'm, I'm more attracted to stories where we can really get into characters and just see them not behaving in their, in their typical way. So. I love the real world 
in season three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there are no explosions. A lot of a lot of fans aren't fond of it because there are no explosions. It's yeah. kind of a dark and twisted character drama, and I wish that, that we could see more of that in Stargate. Well, you know, we'll... Certain, I'll certainly keep trying. You know, um, uh, the, the thing I loved about uh, about Tracker was actually a, an idea that was pitched by a, a freelance writer. And when I heard about the, uh, the idea, they, they would call me while I was on strike, and you know, and, and say, "Well, here's here's what's going on. Yeah. Here's what we're doing." And yeah. we just took a pitch from this guy, and and uh, he pitched this idea, and I was like, "Oh, that sounds good. Oh, oh that sounds good." And so then later they said, "Well." You know, he did an outline, and we're, we're not quite happy with the direction it's going, but uh, is that something you would be interested in when you come back? I said, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. So when I came back, they're like, okay, you're, you, you do it. So uh, I jumped on it because I thought I love having this dynamic of McKay and Ronan, which, you know, we haven't really seen, and give us a chance. And I also wanted to revisit Keller a year later. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Keller. We saw Keller in Missing, mm-hmm. and now we're going to see Keller in a different way in this episode, so it pays off. Oh, we're going to see we're going to see a growth uh, uh, from from where she's been a year ago to where she is now. So series television for you. That's yeah, that's the best. Yeah, thing that's fun. It. That's fun. Well, the show is primarily an action adventures show. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you can't always do that. You have to have your lulls and like mm-hmm. the explosions. You know, and that's where I particularly find some of the more interesting episodes. You know, because this is it's not. It's not normal for for something like Stargate, you know, going through the gate, getting into battle, coming out of it again. Um, but I think it explores the characters more. I think it explores them more as humans. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, one of I, I, one of the other things, uh, you know, I pitched, but they 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 rejected it. <laughs> but it was the whole idea of. I know Martin did a few years ago Sunday, which yeah. was uh, you know. A, uh, the day off on Atlantis, and the other thing I've always been intrigued by is, you know, that the, you know, you, we always have these mess hall scenes, right? And who, who, who's, who's there cleaning up and, and bussing the tables? And they've, they've come from Earth, and they're an entirely other, uh, other galaxy, and there to they are to, 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 to work in the mess hall and, and the, the, the lower or, decks episode. in yeah. the lower decks. And so I thought, what, what if there was this group of friends that you know always ate, ate lunch together, but they were like the janitor and the, you know all the various you know and the one you know the one SO who who wants to be on one of the away teams but he keeps asking and no they, he's just got to guard the gate when the gate activates or he's got to you know great story and so these guys end up getting into a, into a, into trouble uh-huh. uh but yeah would it have been more like a comedy like the other guys or would it been No like no a well a little of both but okay. but what ends up hap- what ended up happening in this pitch is that one the guy who wanted to be on the away team actually got his chance and uh, gets shot and, and accidentally left behind for dead when in fact he isn't dead. And then, so the whole thing is sort of told in flashback. You know, we see what led up to what's going on right now, and the whole idea is that once Shepard finds out that this insignificant red shirt is in fact not dead, but on another planet being held, he, he orchestrates this huge rescue to show that oh, it doesn't matter, fantastic. doesn't matter who the person is, yeah. we, will, we will go back for him. And, uh, and no, it wasn't received well. But then again, real world wasn't either the first. I pitched it season two, and Brad was like, hmm, 
Mm, not maybe not now, but maybe try it again next year. So yeah, the I next year I went in and pitched, and oh, they're like, okay. So you can retool these stories. Yeah, yeah, you, you re approach them again. You readjust, yeah, okay. yeah. Or do they ever say, "I don't want to see that again"? <laughs> don't uh, bring it back. Yeah, you can kind of tell where they just sort of go, Ugh, "No, no." But uh, sometimes <laughs> they'll ju sometimes they'll just say, "Well, it's not right." Like real world, what, what, he said, mm, "It's not right right now." And then uh, when I pitch it the next year, they figured out, "Oh." It, it would be a good follow-up to progeny, so why don't you do yeah. that as like a two-parter and so? Yeah, there's yeah. your law. There it's it good, is. It's a good story, though. So. There it is. Yeah. Um, what other stories do you have in your head this year that you're that you're thinking about spending anything to do with uh, more with Woolsey or? Uh, no, I'm just waiting to see how how things play out in the first half uh, before. Um, it's interesting, you know. Again, Joe Joe has an idea for the back half that mm -hmm. boy I would just kill to to be able to write. <laughs> I love it. I just when he pitched, I was like, ah, oh, why can't I do that one? I you know I find my I I do have ideas that that uh, and I've gotten better at at coming up with the the sci-fi uh, ideas to pitch um, like Ghost in the Machine and and um, and last year uh, the, the ones I did last year and. Um, Phantoms from before, and mm. you know where I came in and pitched it. But I'm still, you know, sci-fi. I, I still, my mind, I, I, I can come up with character dilemmas, but I, inserting that sci-fi mm. aspect to it is, has been, uh, is, is still a learning process for me. But yeah, I want to see how, how, how these things, how the first half plays out, and see what's needed. That's kind of happened last year too, where we. We did have this overriding arc, and we knew we were going to end here. Well, we kind of do that this year. We know where we're going to end. Um, we know we're in the middle. But in these, in the intervening, we need, you know, standalones, and uh, so those are the ones I kind of I really enjoy doing. So I want to try and see if I can come up with something. What's the idea behind Ghost in the Machine? Where did this come from? Well, I wanted to. Uh, you know, ever since Be All My Sins, remembered when I saw them, when I read the script, and I was like, you, well, we have to, you know, we, we can't leave this hanging. We have got to, we have got to figure this out. And so uh, it's, it's sort of, it's, it's uh, finding out what happened to where and, oh, okay. and where we go from here. And so, uh, um, you know, originally it, it, it involved bringing Tori back, but then she declined. So then we had to step back and figure a new way to tell the story, which, um, which I was, I don't know who came up with the, the idea, but it was a great way to, to do it. And so I'm, I'm really, I'm really happy about that. So you enjoyed writing for, for Weir. Yeah, yeah, I did. Kind of a letdown, you know? I mean, um, you know, I, I, I miss, I miss the character. I miss her and, and, uh, um, but you know we have new, new people, new stories, and you, you move on. And the show must go on. Yeah, the show must go on. And I really love the the new additions. I love Jewel. I just think she's terrific. And uh, and uh, I, I really, as I said, really enjoyed having Amanda. She's just such a great actress to write for because you know exactly how you envision the scene playing out in your head. She does it exactly that way and it's so effortless and so uh, she's just such a strong strong actress and so uh, I mean I have Woolsey in, in Ghost in the Machine and he gets to he gets to show some some uh, 
some spine, which is really nice. And and uh, so he's, he's Robert Picardo's been a blast, a lot of fun. Um, yeah, and it's a real it's a real tech heavy episode, and and so the the good thing is that we get to find out what happened, <laughs> what that last scene in Be All My Sins yeah. Remembered was all about. Yeah. One of our favorite characters was Michelle Morgan, Fran. Um, can we hope to see some sign of her again this year? In Ghost in the Machine. Okay, yeah, she'll be back. Yeah, I, I that's another. Uh, I was I was a huge fan of Fran. She, was, she uh, just stole the show. Didn't yeah, she? yeah. I love in the script. I was like, "Oh, this this character." I was going into Martin's office saying, "You know, be real careful in yeah. how you cast this character because yeah. she's got to be just right. She's she, be really sweet. she can't go over the top. She can't be robotic. She's got to have humanity, but at the same time, an innocence and you know this this uh, all these various things that she had to do in a very short period of time." And I thought she just knocked the ball out of the park, and so I was like, "God." How can we bring her back? Well, how can we bring her back? And so now, there is a way. And uh, you know, I just talking to her yesterday about it. I said, there, you know, the template, the Fran template, is stored in the machine. And and uh, and uh, whenever we need a replicator, whenever we need, you know, to to uh, create something, we put the put the copy button, push the copy button, and Fran comes. Pretty out much, again. that's it. That's ah. it. <laughs> and you can and you can and you can alter it to whatever uh, you know, yeah. whatever you need, whatever. Uh, I mean, we're. I think I don't know how much the replicators will will continue uh, to play a part in this series, but in this episode, we will revisit and 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 kind of wrap it up, but in but also keep the door open. Always in science fiction, it's always doors always open. <laughs> Doesn't We're matter. Look at Beckett. He's back. <laughs> I'm pushing for the third series to be Stargate Fran. Stargate Fran. Well, I, I <laughs> think that's a very good idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah in fact, I did a, a, a guest uh, thing on Joe's blog after uh, after was missing or whatever. Where the fans asked questions, and they said, "If you could write for any, this is before Be All My Sins had, had aired. If you could write for for any character in Stargate, past or present." Who would you write an episode about? Who would you write it about? And I said, Fran. <laughs> so people were saying, Who's Fran? Who's Fran? Because the episode hadn't aired yet. So. Right. Hmm. What do you think about um, the, the direction that the Wraith are going this year as a species? I mean, they, they, we're, we're kind of reassigning them. They're not, they're not as powerful as they used to be. Uh, but they're still, you know, they're still nasty. Right. Uh, and. Uh, uh, we're continuing down the line of, uh, 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 you know, with the character of Todd, giving them more personality and and having them have their problems too, you know, and and so it's uh, it's going to become a it's going to be they're going I think going to continue to become more of the uh, I'm trying to think of the, the right description, but. Uh, more characters rather than just the villains, yeah, you know. Yeah, faceless. Yeah, yeah. Personified. Last year, <laughs> last year we learned a lot about it. You know where they, how yeah. they're, how they're made. <laughs> uh, we have this episode, the Queen, which we're going to yeah. discover more about these, uh, this alliance that's being built up, and and how Todd's Todd's place in it, and how we uh, infiltrate it, and actually end up, you know. So it's going to be a, 
it's going to be evolving, and you know, and it also um, one of the things I also like about what we did last season was get rid of the midway station. Really, uh, it's not going to come back. Well, as of right now, it's not. But you know, tomorrow we may come up with an idea that you know we may bring it back. But it just became too, you know, because at a certain point I thought, well. Wouldn't they like if you worked nine to five on Atlantis? You just you, Earth? you could go yeah. home in the evening. It's yeah. it's thirty minutes. You 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 go home. And then we, we yeah. I mean we put in that one day quarantine. Okay, that makes it a little more difficult. Right. But you could still possibly go home for a long weekend, or you know it, it just it started to become very convenient. Um, and uh, I, I've been a big fan, and I know Martin's been been a big fan of of getting back to that lone outpost in the middle of nowhere with no way to contact home and what do we do and uh, so I, 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 I always like making life as difficult as possible for our people. <laughs> Episode 100 is going to be coming up to the uh, Yeah, season. yeah, it's going to be a good one. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like we were talking with Martin, you know, it's, it's a the rare case where, where the milestone episode is the last episode, yeah, so it yeah. has to be doubly fantastic. Yeah, and it's, you know, uh, like with SG1 with, with uh, the 100th and then the uh, Wormhole Extreme and then the 200th episode, we're, we're done more for laughs. This is going to be more of a spectacular. This one's going to be huge. A lot of fun. A lot of exciting. That was one that was broken when... when uh, not broken, but the 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 idea came up when when I wasn't when I was on on the picket line. Wow. And I came back and I said, "What are we doing?" And they and they pitched it to me. And I was like, "Oh, that is cool! Wow, cool. that is cool!" Because Ro- Robert, I think, is doing nineteen, and okay. nineteen will set up twenty. So there'll be like be not okay. really a two parter, but one sets up the other. Okay. Will, the, will twenty be a cliffhanger? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. You've got to have, uh, at least I believe it is a cliffhanger. You've got to have, uh, you always have to have some kind of cliffhanger element to, so that we can move on to season six. Exactly right. <laughs> the show just keeps going and going and going. And then uh, and then who knows about the third one, so we'll see what the... Mm-hmm. Would you like to write for Stargate Universe? Would you be open to it? I'm I'm open to anything. I, I I don't know a whole lot about it. Just just the sort of the, the extreme broad strokes, and I don't even know if the extreme broad stroke broad strokes that I know of it are accurate because it, it it it's evolved, but it sounds really interesting. Um, are you kidding? This franchise is just it's, it's got legs. It really does, and it's been a I, you know it's it's funny because I've I've worked professionally as a writer for like 22 years now and it's the longest job I've ever had and I was telling the guys this and really because I, I did uh, three and a half seasons of Dr. Quinn and two seasons of Mysterious Ways I was two years on Pocahontas but this is the longest employment <laughs> on one show I've ever had so it's, it feels it's very strange because it doesn't feel like it mm-hmm. but uh, yeah it's but aside from the uh, writer's strike, is this the happiest you've been working? Uh, you know, I have to say yes, Good. because I had much more responsibility on the other shows. Uh, on Dr. Quinn, I was pretty much the final season and a half running oh, the show. 
and Little Men and Mysterious Ways I created and, and was the showrunner on the, both those shows. And there's just a whole level of stress that comes with that job that uh, has been stripped away on this job, you know. So I, I, I can focus on writing. <laughs> Let them deal with it. Writing and editing and, and music, uh, you know, the, the, the mix uh, notes and casting and all, all the creative stuff. And now you don't have to deal with, the, you know, all the, all the politics and the diplomacy and the managing of egos. And, you know, it's just that I'm, I'm glad to not have that be a part of it. So, so, yes, it has been. The only, I mean, the only drawback to this job is that, that I'm away from home because my home is in, in, in the L.A. area. My wife comes up, you know, periodically, and I go home periodically, but it's just, it's not home, you know, so. But that's it. That's the only, the only possible drawback to it. It's, it's by far the best working environment I've ever been on, as far as the staff and the showrunners and, and, the, and the actors and everybody. Wormhole disengaged.